0: Hey Craig. Let's get into some coffee talk. Hey, I love it. I love doing some coffee talk. Well, you know, talk about what? Dogs, tortoise, whatever. It's coffee talk. Coffee talk. Hello, Mr. Craig. I got my
1: coffee. It's a coffee
0: talk. It's a coffee talk. So, Mr. Craig, do you have any coffee in your coffee? I didn't,
1: and I already finished it, so, oh, you're drip dry. What are you gonna do? It's dirty. <laughs> it's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. Oh. It's <laughs> it like Kate that on? one. <laughs> it's literally one black like. on the inside.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> what can you do? Oh, now, now we know we're
1: dirty. Yeah, I got that too. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Craig. Yeah. I Mr. was wondering I wonder if I could trouble you for some hand sanitizer.
0: Oh. Well, or I was thinking about running down to the store picking up some toilet paper and some hand sanitizer. Do you want me you to give, give me you some? some? Yes, please, please do. <laughs> Does any just just shoot us a message if you need some hand sanitizer. We're going to go go down and grab some.
1: I have 72 cases in my house, but I could always use some more.
0: Well, You can never have too much hand sanitizer. I mean, come on. Okay, okay. Maybe if you drink it, (laughs) it'll make it stop. Well, Mr. Craig, Mm. today was an interesting day, wasn't it? Sure was. It really, really, really was. Well, can you tell me some highlights that stuck out to you, Mm. Mr. Craig? Well, let me... Let me look at my notes. Your notes. Yeah. Oh, well, Chad, Chad had a really, really, really good pointer. Ooh. So he does this thing where uh, when somebody won't buy, yeah. somebody won't buy, then he, he trains his, uh, I think he does it and he trains his team to do it. So they call 30 minutes after. So a person yes. says, no, we're not going to go with you, blah, 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 whatever, right? They can't close them. They call up 30 minutes later and they just say, Hey, look, I get it. Um, I, you know, I understand you're not going to go with us. That's cool. No big deal. But, but could you help me just real quick? Understand why, why that, why that's the case so that I know what I can do better next time. So just a little non-threatening thing. He takes the, he takes the pressure off. I like that. Cause you know, in the sale, you're a little bit in the heat of the moment. Right? Trying to close them. You're overcoming ob- objections. Karate chopping those object- objections away. Yes. Yeah. Eh. I liked it.
1: I liked that too.
0: Yeah. He talked about some automation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he did. No, it's true. Um, <clears throat> and then one other thing that we we're talking about is failure is inevitable. Mm. When you try stuff. Yeah. And that was something that I was uh, thinking about the other day. I was thinking, dang, I'm not failing at enough stuff right now.
0: Dang, Gina.
1: Dang, Gina. And um, it reminds me of this this quote uh, from Winston Churchill that success is not final and failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. And it's crazy how – failure how risk adverse that we are and failure is such a bad it has such a bad name like nobody yeah. wants to fail but yep. like you have to fail
0: yeah i mean that's how you learn think about when you're a teenager right you knew everything but you really didn't and so you screwed up but that's how you learned and the, the people older than you are the I mean, I mean not even being a teenager you know when you're first starting in this business oh, mm-hmm. you know, the 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 older, you know, octogenarians like me may tell you words of encouragement and say, hey, uh, you might want to try this way, you know, and then what do you do? Young whippersnapper. Yeah, what does the young whippersnapper do? The opposite, (laughs) right? No, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, history repeats itself, Mr. Jason.
1: True, Mr. Craig. Truth. But it's just so funny that, that we, we do try so much stuff when you're young and it's not a big deal, and mm. we do fail, and who cares? But then yeah. when we get older, we sometimes get to a point where it's like you're not even trying anything new because you don't want to fail, and yeah. but then you know what you're going to get, and usually, I don't know I wonder why
0: that not, is, I don't know. You know, like when you're a kid, it didn't matter. You got up, you fell over, you cut yourself, you cried, you freaking got back up. You learned how to ride a bike. You got on it, you fell over. I mean, if if you, if you when you were learning how to ride the bike, you behave, people behaved at that age the way they do now in their risk adversity, I mean, nobody know how to ride a bike. Right, or do anything. Or do anything. And then somewhere, I don't know, is it like in the teenage years, you get so concerned about what everybody else thinks. Mm. so worried about oh this if i wear this shirt is that you know everybody to make fun of me or and i don't know maybe that's what starts that that sideways thinking you know that's true because for a long time i was like that and and now i've come to this place where ah, who cares yeah totally it's clear that i do not care i'm in flip <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> Oh, you are in flip-flops yeah. in the office. Perfect. Locals. Gosh, I got to I have shorts on and a t-shirt. Well, I don't have a hat.
0: I have had these same jeans on every day this week, though. Jeans and flip-flops. You definitely are from California. Yeah. Well. Do people do that in Arizona? I don't know. I don't see it too often. But again, don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just a dude doing your thing.
0: Just a dude being a bro. <laughs>
1: have you ever worn a robe to the grocery store?
0: (laughs) You know, it's funny that you asked me that when, what was it? There was a course in in college. I took a course and the social, and the social, it was like sociology, I think, or psychology, one of those somewhat useless classes. And, um, They, that was the thing. Like they talked about norm, like social norms, laws, rules. And, you know, there's a different, like each one of those things is more severe, like law. If you break the law, there's consequence, you know, but like a a, a social norm or (laughs) more norms is like, it's not a law. It's just kind of like a generally accepted practice, right? Like a behavior that (laughs) kind of goes with. And they, the teacher said, as part of your homework, we want you to go to the supermarket and wear a bathrobe and observe how people treat you. And it was super uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. I used to do that. You, you, did? Well, yeah. you didn't well, did? you did you care? did you do it? Did you do it's it? back in my drinking were... days. Oh. Oh. oh, you just hung over.
1: <laughs> no, I did, it. I did it strictly because I did not put on clothes for the day.
0: <laughs> and, just... and, now, and now, best in company. That's right. Some company or
1: some company that
0: you can't you can't name, right? No, and we wouldn't. It's probably a car company. I wouldn't either. <laughs> Can you but are you allowed to say that you can't name it? I don't know. I don't know.
1: If you are out there and you are working for this company, please don't get me in trouble. <laughs> I don't are know. We
0: to, right? <laughs> I don't know that people work for it. That's true. Is that a a facade? Am I in more trouble because of the flip-flops or because of not mentioning it? (laughs) (laughs) Let's get down to the rattle-tattle here. Let's get down to
1: the rattle-tattle. You know, last time. Yeah. Go. Yeah. No, no, no. I I want you to go, (laughs) Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Craig.
0: Last week, I think it was, it was, I'd like to talk a little bit more about what we talked about last week. Okay. Coffee talk, which is actually today. It's funny how that works. <laughs> it's odd, man. You just blew my mind, Mr. Craig. Yeah. It's like time travel. <laughs> you blew my mind, Mr. Craig. Maybe if we talk about it, that screws up the space-time continuum. Anyway. I think so.
1: Let's ask so, Marty.
0: Hmm. How many gigawatts? So <laughs> Dude,
1: no one's listening at this point.
0: <laughs> yeah, done. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Last week we got into the right people being in the right places. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was just it just it really is very, very important. I've I've messed that up before. I've taken the best producer, turned them into a manager, thinking that they're gonna produce, and then mm. right, they get yeah. taken away from doing the production and managing maybe they and then they ended up not even being a good manager and then they quit. Right. And you're not talking about jazz.
1: No. <laughs> Cause at first I was like, dude, jazz is right there, man.
0: Still here. Still here. <laughs> Still be in English.
1: Yes. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's so true. And putting those people in the right spots is what will help take your agency to the next level. And it also, um, help fatigue, because there can be a lot of fatigue in this inter- industry, right, Mr. Craig? Yeah.
0: Oh, hands down, Mr. Jason.
1: It's true. And I think one of the hardest positions in this industry are, are is the sales producer. And I think it is our job to help them and make that as much of a long-lasting position mm. as possible.
0: Yeah, there's a few things to that because if you have turnover that's then expensive. Expensive. And what else? Uh, well, it's
1: it's time. It's so expensive. Time. And honestly like dude, you like it. I mean, I love right now everybody that works for me. Yeah. And with me. And um I under you. I don't want to lose anybody.
0: Right. You know? No, it's terrible. And I want Maybe. I want them to like
1: it. I want them to yeah. like showing up.
0: Well, yeah, it wrecks the culture. All the stuff Grant said with, when we had him on, but mm. like not having the right people in the right places then gets them upset and and not like it, which then creates turnover. And when you have turnover, then you're doing more work and spending more money just to do the HR, right? You're doing all yep. this extra HR, and so so it's it's kind of funny. We will do all these things to try to save money instead of taking that person, spending a little bit more and giving them tons of leads, giving them people to call for them so that they're doing the one thing that's going to get them the best results, make them the most money, which makes them want to stay and makes their job enjoyable. Truth. Right. And so what, what is that difference in savings if you have, I mean, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at it. Shoot, shoot, you know, I mean, shoot, Craig, this thing up, I violated one of the one of the commandments, which is thou shalt always be recruiting. You know, that's right. I lose three people because it still happens, right? Totally. I mean, and because they just weren't, they're not, they're not doing it. But this is the thing, I didn't let them go. These these people left because they weren't getting the results at the level that that their peers were. So they self-ejected, right? And that's when you have that strong culture, then the ones that aren't cutting it, they actually will just eject because they they feel bad. And I'll tell you, like I heard really good people, and, and the people that left, I'm, I'm, I am a little sad that they left because they were good they were good people. I liked them, um, but, but they left because I was, I was paying a higher salary base than most people do in this, in, in, the, in my area, in Tucson, for sure, right, as a base. And so then if they're not making, re- if they're not getting results, they feel guilty about it if you're hiring the right people, right? And they did. Right. They left. They said, look, I, I love working here. I love my job. I, I can't do it. I don't feel right collecting this money, you training me, you coaching me, and I'm still not able to, to get the results. And I, I respect that. That's fine, man. Hmm. are what you reading you your email mr jason <laughs> no <laughs> no it's true to sleep, mr jason
1: that's i mean what do you do man what do you do you got you well you're so, supposed to be hiring but
0: well, yeah you always need to be looking right or
1: looking we, yeah
0: i mean i we say it so many times over and over and over and over again but what are the chances of finding a really good rock star, at the moment that that you just lost somebody and you need them, right? Zero, right? Well, maybe not zero point oh one. Well, about it's the number. same about the same chances of catching the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. Well, you know who who uh, you know we're talking to was it was it Ch- no it was Dimitri, i believe that was uh Dimitri. that he was the one man show right but he yeah. lined it up to where everybody else like he's the he's the initial sale and then he has a team of what 11 or 12 that are helping complete those sales and doing follow ups and creating the leads well, and
0: yeah he said that he cre- he created here i'm trying to
1: Look oh, at you with all are, that paper, Mr. Craig.
0: I know. Wreck the rainforest. Um, yeah. He's, well, he spends the time to build the referral network, to hustle out, meet people, and then created, the his words, assembly line. Right? There's mm-hmm. the person that generates or that takes the lead in. Mm-hmm. There's the person who then quotes the leads or two people. So he has two people working all the leads up, and then they tee it up to him. He calls them, closes them, or doesn't. He said a seventy-five percent close. Didn't he say seventy-five percent? Yeah. I mean, holy moly! Can you imagine, Mister Jason, if you were closing seventy-five percent of the of the four hundred leads you bought a <laughs> day? Right. That would be nice. That would right? be nice. But again, many ways to skin the cat. But to to this thing that we're talking about right now. He has the right people in the right places
1: he does. I mean that's what we try to do with with um you know we know that it takes thousands of calls to get down to those to those ones that even will be willing to do a quote, even though that we're not really asking for the quote we just assume and ask them the questions until they hang up on us, or they yeah. get the quote <laughs> yeah but but it takes thousands of calls to get the the results that we want. it takes thousands of calls, so I mean. That's where telemarketers come in. I mean, you got you to do it. I mean, you want to create a predictable, a predictable machine in your office so that you don't have to stress and worry about the, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to quote this many people today? Or, or, well, I guess you work at it from sales. Am I going to get this many sales? Well, if you don't have a process and you're not making thousands of calls, you're just crossing your fingers. Yeah, you're probably not going to do very well. That's what For I used sure. to do. I didn't do very well.
0: <laughs> right. But then you put in the predictable process, the reliable people. Mm. And, and you know what, as you get, as you get down towards the beginning of the sales funnel, it's the hardest part, right? As yes, each or the top, whatever you want to call it, the, 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 the closer towards the beginning, the wider the breadth of the of the number of people that have to come in there and so the the people who are dealing with that layer of it, right the five hundred dials a day, they have to be reliable, otherwise right, oh, I had a telemarketer uh but they you know they they lasted for two weeks and it's a pain in the butt and then that's it done right. Just like, and then at the same time, I had leads. I was buying leads, but they didn't work because, you know, we called and they didn't answer. Well, yeah, eighty-five percent aren't gonna answer. Maybe ninety percent. Some days, ninety-two percent don't answer. Right?
1: I. You know what? Uh, I just did the math in our agency, and um, I think it takes us about, and this is like fresh leads, takes like ninety-two calls for a quote. 92 calls for the amount of quotes that we're getting takes yeah. 92 and
0: you're buying the and you're buying leads.
1: Yeah. That's so 100%. I mean, it's a
0: craziness, I the, you know, same um, telemarketers. So it's 500 dials and they get four to four to six, four to 10, whatever, you know?
1: Yep. Two,
0: sometimes two. You never know.
1: You never know, Mr. Craig,
0: but they're making 500 dials and that's what you can predict
1: because you can measure that you can, you can just, I mean, that's something that you control. You can only worry about what you control.
0: I, that, that's what I look at. And that's where you can actually find. So, you know, if anybody has somebody calling at their office, you, you want to look for how many dials are they making? And then the contacts, you look at the contacts to, to gauge the quality of the lead, right? Because if the contact is below 8%, then there's something wrong, you know, Yep. if it's, I mean, if it's, I guess there's no ceiling, you'd be happy with anything that's above nine, 10%. um, Because that's not, that's hard to control, right? That's a function of the data. And probably maybe even geographic, there could be some effects to that too. Um, And then what number of quotes, right? So then the quotes will indicate if, if the contacts are in line, the quotes are going to indicate how good the, the caller is, right? How good your telemarketer is. And if they're not getting one per hundred to one hundred and fifty dials, then there's something wrong. Yep. Huh. That's so what Craig, you've been
1: working not to completely change the subject again for the fifth time in this. Is it going to be about talk? Back to the Future? No, I was at. Yes, I wanted to know Back to the Future. So you're writing something for the insurance dudes and dudettes out there, right? <gasps> Yeah Do you want to like a give a little sneak peek of what you're writing? Um,
0: yes, a sneak peek, like show it? No, no, not show I mean, You mean like a talk. A little verbally story. show talk. it. Verbally. Yeah, I'll verbally show it uh, <laughs> the, it's, it's the uh, the agency... Uh, what do we call it? I'm Insurance call dudes.
1: It, right? Bible?
0: Insurance Bible? Bible?: yeah. That's right. And it's going to have the four pillars that creates success in the modern agency. What are those four pillars?
1: Hiring, training, motivating, and marketing, making it rain.
0: Make it rain. And those, those should be the strategies that every agent is focused on, right?
1: Yep, yep, think- and we have some, um, some episodes with those, and it'll be a uh-huh. good thing that we can share with fellow agents,
0: a little, little you know, something free to little, just- Would you call it a little something-something?
1: I would call it a little something, something.
0: Something, something, not something, not something, something. Or or something, something. Yeah. When was the last time you wore your bathrobe to the supermarket?
1: I don't wear my bathrobe that much these days.
0: I don't even have one. Dude, I have
1: a good furry one. It's so fuzzy. Ah, it's nice. It's nice, it makes me feel nice inside to think about it even. I wonder.
0: If this coffee talk has run its course. <laughs>
1: yes. So everybody out there, please sign up for uh, the insurance dudes, inner circle. You can join our inner circle. Just go to the insurance dudes, podcast.com. Join the inner circle. We're doing a weekly newsletter, newsletter. with our man, TJ. If we're
0: not sending you garbage.
1: It's it, not all, garbage. All you, you some, will
0: ever get is the newsletter. That's it.
1: Yeah. So it's just gonna be. Um, it'll give you a heads up on what's coming up on the insurance dudes. You can be a part of the That's inner weak. circle and get some, some, um, some stuff when we release it ahead of time. I have and a
0: bunch. I have a bunch of swag here. You gotta got some swag. To mail it. Yeah, I got to send you some
1: swag. Well, we got some some new swag that we're working on. Some Ooh, we um, sure do. Coffee talk mugs.
0: coffee mm, dog mugs.
1: Some other stuff.
0: Yeah. Some other stuff. Do you think there is anybody left?
1: Nope. Nope. If,
0: if you are left, make a post on the group and just say, I have listened to the whole thing. Or don't. Yeah. That we won't we won't be able to track and measure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: We were in the we were in the top ten uh under business. Oh on, on the uh on the, uh, the internets.
1: webs. Yeah. On the internet,
0: On the web. For, for business podcasts, how that happened. Remarkable.
1: Greg, you know what we used to do in mm-hmm. our, our sales meetings? What? I'm a little teapot short and what? stout. Here, Here is, is my, my handle. handle. Here, Here is my spout. Yeah. When I get all steamed up, uh, tip, me over and pour me out out hey you've got to check out the insurance dudes inner circle coming soon where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private facebook group join the mailing list today at the hey thanks for checking out the insurance dudes hey please subscribe we got some really great stuff coming out